So it's a pleasure being here once again, and all the glory go to God for waking each and every one of us up to see another day. And today, all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible, and I would like to speak about free will offerings, vows, or pledges will give you the winning edge. As I start... From Israel's ancient history, one can easily observe that the free will offering differed from all the other offerings, in that it was, as its name indicates, a free will offering indeed. This being so, there was no stipulation with respect to the amount that one should have given, neither was there any other obligation associated with this ministration. The opposite is true of all the other offerings. Nevertheless, notwithstanding the freedom and liberty associated with this offering, as its very name suggests, this was the said offering that God used to procure the necessities to build the tabernacle in the wilderness as Exodus chapter 25 verses 1 to 29 and Exodus chapter 36 verse 3 indicates. And the question is, what was the result of this experiment on the liberality of the Israelites? And the answer to that question is, the Bible speaks for itself. So I'll be reading from Exodus chapter 36, from verses 5 to 7 to answer that question. And the scripture goes like this, verse 5. And they spake unto Moses, saying, the people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded it to make. And Moses gave commandments, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the sanctuary, so the people were restrained from bringing. For the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it, and it's too much. So that was Exodus chapter 36, verse 5 to 7. Now, the question I would like to ask is this. Can you believe this without being moved to exercise like liberality? Neither should we fail to admire Moses for commanding the cessation of the building fund. Would to God we all took cognizance of both. If we do, we shall all be better off spiritually and materially. Of this, I am very sure. Then when Ezra, a scribe of the law, spearheaded the rebuilding of the demolished temple at Jerusalem, the free will offering was also the vehicle which was used to acquire the necessities to accomplish that task. This fact can be verified by looking at Ezra chapter 1 verse 7, Ezra chapter 2 verse 68 to 69, Ezra chapter 3 verse 5 to 7, and Ezra chapter 7 verse 16.
And from Ezra chapter 6, verses 14 to 15, we know that that mission was successfully accomplished. From these examples, brethren, the church of Jesus Christ can learn a great deal about giving. Can't we? Of course, we can and should. Now, unlike firewill or unlike the free will offering, sorry, which did not require that the donor give a specified amount, the vow or pledge, on the other hand, deferred in that once a vow or pledge was made by someone, God expected that individual to keep his or her undertaking. Brethren, the seriousness of this offering can be gleaned by observing what God inspired Solomon to write concerning it. The following is self-explanatory, and I'll be reading from Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 4 to 6. And the scriptures goes like this from verse 4. When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he had no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin, neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thy hands? So that's Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 4 to 6. So from the scriptures, therefore, it can be clearly seen that this aspect of giving has associated with it both blessings and curses and because of this fact it is a higher order of giving than the free will offering moreover it has attached to it even greater blessings than the free will offering for by this offering one's fidelity integrity and faith comes into sharp focus and time since it is possible that if the financial straps in which some believers find themselves may well be linked to unkept vows or pledges. Now, although it might not have been an unkept vow to the Lord, but instead to some brother or sister, it matters not. What really matters is whether or not you kept your vow or pledge. For Christian maturity depends largely upon your integrity. Therefore, if to the curses you wish not to bow, make sure you keep your every vow. Brethren, the tremendous blessings that are associated with the vow or pledge is little known by the church today. However, from, from the Psalms, we can easily understand that the vow was effectively used by those who were in dire straits as a means to obtain God's favor. The following accordingly highlights. So I'll be reading from Psalm chapter 66 from verses 13 to 14. And verse 13 states, I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vows, which my lips have uttered and my mouth had spoken when I was in trouble. Now the fact that God desires his people to use this type of ministration can be gleaned from the following vow and pay unto the lord your god let all that be wronged about him bring presence unto him that ought to be feared so that's psalm chapter 76 verse 11. dearly beloved christian brethren 
This issue of abundant living to which most Christians aspire is surely not a trivial matter. It calls for consistency and that turns requires great integrity. Therefore, if on God's blessings you desire to lay hold, you must pay heed to the integrity of your soul. For in order to maintain your financial cutting edge, you must ensure that along with your free will offerings, you honor all your promised vows and pledges. So brethren, that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week, Sunday again. And as I've always said, please spend time in the Holy Bible on a daily basis because Jesus Christ will be returning and he will be returning soon. Brethren, strengthen yourselves in the word. Read the word, meditate on the word, and apply the word in your everyday life. Surround yourselves with people who can strengthen you. Not persons who will be able to take you back to where you came from. Brethren, this is the end of my segment. Have a safe and productive week. Remember, Jesus Christ loves you. I love you. And bless.